0: You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on on, on, on on a forklift.
1: It's time for the buff show.
0: One hundred years. Look, here's the lives. It's just.
1: It's I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the buff show. Deeply held by uh, by a President. Stop moving that that that, that uh, you know. This is well, That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go find it. Go, Brandon. I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff.
0: Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you on this Thirsty Thursday. Yes, winning part two on tonight. We're going to go to Corey Mills. There's a lot to cover. Corey Mills, Bonnie Jackson, Freedom Foundation, on the map off show also satellite phone store so much to cover with our two winning candidates but look the student loan thing right it's nothing about forgiveness there's no forgiveness whatsoever that means some deadbeat's debt goes to somebody who didn't take out student loans they have to pay for it now that's it is it's just a transfer of ownership that's all it is you guys need a good night's sleep visit mypillow.com you know promo code buff get that pillow get a good night's sleep The Giza Dream Sheets are just that, extremely comfortable. Make sure you get those today, promo code BUFF. When you wake up tomorrow, get some My Coffee in your system. Absolutely, My Coffee, for mystore.com, promo code BUFF on that one as well to save big time. We have an election to win. We got to stop the spending, even though the propaganda minister says this?
2: You know, the president's record on fiscal responsibility is second to, to none.
0: I'm sorry, can you repeat that?
2: You know, the president's record on fiscal responsibility is second to to none.
0: Fiscal responsibility? The Joe Biden regime? What a crazy oxymoron. Anyway, let's get to the winning. (laughs) We're going right now to Corey Mills, winner of the Congressional District 7 primary. Great to have you on the show, Corey.
3: Thanks so much, bro. I appreciate you.
0: Oh, it's so good to have you. Congratulations on the win. How does it feel? I know the last 48 hours has been a whirlwind for you.
3: Yeah, it feels really good. You know, I mean, the fact that we won so decisively, um, you know, from the time the polls closed at seven o'clock, I mean, we were already uh, nominated as the the winner by, you know, 45, 50 minutes after the poll closing. And it wasn't just winning in, you know, Volusia County or Seminole County. We actually won decisively in both counties, which means that you know, we were truly the decision for C D seven. We were truly the the person that the you know Republican Party and that the constituents here in C D seven could get behind, who support, who believe in, and who think that we can defeat the left and go ahead and take back the house in November.
0: Absolutely. What do you want to say to the people that didn't vote for you?
3: You know what? Whether you voted for me or you didn't vote for me, just know that I'm gonna represent you regardless. It's the same thing that when I was in uniform. You know, I fought for all Americans, whether you were a Democrat or a Republican, whether you believe in the war, you don't believe in the war, whether you supported the president, in the office, you didn't support the people in the office. At the end of the day, I fight for our constitutional rights and liberties. So I'm here for you. I'm going to fight for you. even if you don't fight for me,
0: any uh, you were you were in a race with a lot of opponents. Has, Has any of them called and congratulated you, conceded, endorsed anything yet so far?
3: yeah so um, I've gotten to you know speak to a lot of them uh, I talked to Ted Edwards who was very supportive uh, Rusty Roberts who's been a gentleman throughout this entire period uh, I spoke to Brady Duke last night who uh, congratulated me on on the win uh, Erica Benfield said that she would uh, support me uh, after the general in uh, you know helping the uh, you know district that she was a public servant uh, in so uh, I don't know if that She's necessarily 100 percent behind us, but uh, I can understand it's a difficult race and she was very passionate about it. So I respect that. Um, You know, surprisingly or not surprising, uh, Anthony Sabatini has not uh, reached out, which that wasn't a big uh, shock there. Um, You know, but if that's if if he truly doesn't want to get behind the Republican nominee, because I would have supported any of the Republicans in this race. uh, At the end of the day, it's about taking back the House, taking back the country. Uh, And I think most people would agree, you know, the worst Republican would be the better of the uh, best Democrats. And so we need to understand that as a party, it's great to get behind a candidate. It's great to support a candidate. But if they don't end up being the nominee, we have to unify and get behind the Republicans who are the nominee so that we can take back the House and actually ensure that we get back to the America First agenda.
0: I'm glad you said that. That's the reason I asked that question, because we have to unite. As a party, just like you did when you got up on stage yesterday with Governor Ron DeSantis and um, Bonnie Jackson for House District 42. She's on after you today on the show. She was Bonnie's up there. fantastic. Yeah, she's great, great, uh, great win for her too. Decisive win, just like it was a decisive win for you but it's time to come together. The Democrats are coming together on the other side. Uh, true right. Karen, Karen Green is your opponent. And uh, boy, she has some nasty stuff in store for District 7.
3: Yeah, indeed. I mean, if you think that it was bad under Stephanie Murphy, you should see how much worse it was going to be under under uh, Karen Green. Um, we may have to have a little fun with the fact that her name is actually Karen. But uh You know, it's one of those things where, you know, we have to stop this radical socialist, communistic America last predator prey on our children mechanism where they're focusing on pronouns and the Green New Deal down payments and physical irresponsibility with open borders and get back to what it is to have American exceptionalism. That's what this is about. That's what Bonnie's fighting against when it comes to Anna Eskamani, which is an uphill battle, and she needs the support from the Republicans to get behind her. Um, But that's also what we're fighting here. And again, what I'm looking for is, is that we now have had our primary. We now have our nominees. Let's go forward, support these nominees, support the conservative movement, get back to securing the. You know, at all levels, the Republican Party, whether it's the school board, whether it's the House races, whether it's the Senate races, whether it's the uh, congressional races at the federal level, we need to unify behind the Republican Party, stop the fracture and infighting, because all we're doing is the Democrats work for them.
0: Yeah, that's right. The primaries can be good for one thing. All that infighting can get you stronger for the general when you win. But that infighting needs to be healed. It happens every cycle, every single time, but it needs to be healed. That's it can't get too personal. The really personal attack's coming. Out. Last time you are on the show, right before the primary, we addressed some of those. But you guys have to understand that it's more than just winning. It's about coming together behind the winner.
3: That's right. That's right.
0: So there's a uh, thing you mentioned yesterday, the uh, Publishing Act, because we have a lot of Democrats like Charlie Crist, who has nothing to say, nothing to say against the governor, the greatest governor in in, uh, the country right now. Um, But there's a lot of them saying that we are trying to ban books in schools and all this. And I, I tell them point blank. Yes. When it comes to public schools where my kids go, you want to put pornography in there. I want those out of there. I want those books out of there. And I want to, if you're not going to do it, I'll check them out myself and keep them for the whole year because there's no late fees. So That's good, talk, right. talk about the publishing act going actually to the root of the problem.
3: So, you know, I'm a big 10th amendment States rights guy. So I believe that, you know, when it comes to federal government, we need to limit federal government overreach into individual and state rights. And so I think that what the greatest governor, America's governor has done, which is Ron DeSantis, is that he created the K through three parental rights bill. Now, I don't necessarily agree that it shouldn't go all the way through 12 because I do support the idea of not having any sexualization in our schools whatsoever that should be left to the parents. But I don't want to encroach upon the state's rights issues that the legislators need to basically go in and try and vote upon. So what I want to do is I want to support Governor DeSantis and his bill by creating something at the federal level. And I want to introduce this in the first 100 days that I'm in office. I want to create something called the publishing house bill. And essentially what this is saying is, is that any publishing house who produces or publishes any pornographic or inappropriate materials with the intent of distribution into our school systems will be held under a felonious offense and every single one of their board of directors must register as a sex predator for the rest of their lives if we stop this type of material from being in our schools and it doesn't matter how woke our educators are they won't have the materials to teach from now i'm not saying ban books they can print as many of these books as they want and put them in the public library that's all on them but as far as our schools are concerned our schools should not have this material to teach from the other thing i want to do is i want to go back to the same way we do movies a g-rated a pg-13 rated an r-rated whatever the case may be but we need ratings on our books so that as soon as they come to our homes parents don't have to read through the entire book to ensure that it's appropriate that rating on the book would tell you the age group specific that it's actually for and so this is about protecting our children. It's not about trying to limit the the width and the, the, the reach of any of the public uh, publications or the publishing houses, but it is about protecting our children in schools. It is about protecting our children as a whole. So uh, this is one of the bills of many that I want to introduce in the first 100 days. Um, I'm looking to hopefully get a lot of the people, you know, we're the most endorsed candidate in the nation. So we've got a lot of people who would be willing to sponsor and co-sponsor these bills with me. And so, you know, it's really about just trying to protect our school systems, our children.
0: Absolutely. And that's what we have to do. And we don't want the feds coming in and making rules. But if you go to the root of the problem, when it comes to pornographic material for our kids, I think that's a, if you don't get behind that, you're a weirdo. How about that?
3: Well, that's right. I mean, I think about it. If we're against, you know, child pornography and then online cyber stalking and things like this, why can't you get behind the ideas of banning pornography from our school system? And especially when these books are available to first and second and third grade levels.
0: Yeah, my kids could bring home any one of those, and I, I just see it. And it's just, it's just horrific. Another thing you're going to be controlling in the in the House of Representatives is the power of the purse. Which they said the student loan forgiveness, which is simply not a forgiveness at all. It's a redistribution of how something's paid for. That's all. It's moving money around, and that's it. It's just making somebody pay for something they didn't buy again. Which that's what the Biden administration does. They try something until it hits the courts, and they pull it back. But that's what Susan Rice does over there when she's running the White House. So when it comes to the power of the purse, this is ridiculous. But uh, the the propaganda minister had something remarkable to say. And I want to get your thoughts on
2: it. No, the president's record on fiscal responsibility is second to, to none.
0: His record on fiscal responsibility is second to none. It is second to none if you're comparing him to no one.
3: Well, let me let me help her a little bit. The president's record on physical responsibility is the worst in our U.S. history there. I fixed it for you. Um, The bottom line is that this physical irresponsibility, this two hundred and fifty billion dollars that went towards solar energy loans, this idea that we're now going to provide another five hundred billion dollars in relief, basically, which we know what that's for. It's actually to buy votes. I mean, that's ultimately what the Democrats have been notorious for, is that they weaponize taxpayers' money or they weaponize federal money to buy votes or to push those who actually care more about their individual, what's in it for me, as opposed to what's best for the nation. And so this is just more of what we've already seen. It's the America Last Agenda. It would drive up inflation even further, just like this failed Inflation Reduction Act, just like the failed Build Back Broke bill um which murphy actually did uh support and actually even flew around a plane i can remember being in downtown orlando earlier last year where stephanie murphy actually flew a banner around downtown orlando that said stephanie murphy supports the build back better uh, bill she obviously knew that her career was over and that's why she flew it um but at the end of the day i mean this is just blatantly false i mean they are driving up inflation we need to get back to what it is to be a physical conservative. We need to get back to the understanding of how to get our GDP to national debt ratio under control. We need to start prioritizing you know, the America First agenda through things like energy independence, through investments into refineries and into our factories, into protecting our farmlands from any foreign purchaser ownership, into securing our borders, protecting our schools, uh, getting the 12,000 to 15,000 person deficit for our armed forces recruitment, ensuring that we have police force, which is well stocked, maintained and equipped, ridding our schools and military of unconstitutional vaccines, but also of pronouns and CRT and critical, you know, these these 1619 projects. So, you know, we've got our work cut out ahead of us. And I can tell you that it's patently false that he has been physically responsible in any way.
0: Yes, it absolutely is. And you want to get military recruitment up, you got to get rid of the pronoun training and putting weird stuff uh, front and center. You need to be uh, ready. That's the point. That's right. You need to be military ready. I've said this multiple
3: times, Matt. We need increased lethality, readiness, and equipment. We don't need diversity, inclusiveness, and pronouns.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. We need to carry a big stick and walk softly. (laughs)
3: 100%. That's
0: a simple way to put it. Your opponent is going to be Karen Green, and what she's going to do, along with all the Democrats, they've shown their cards, they're going to go and uh, put baby killing front and center. They're going to be putting abortion rights front and center is what they call it, abortion rights. They don't care about the right of the individual in the womb. They want to say that Corey Mills is going to take away a woman's right to choose. That will be front and center on the campaign. Uh, uh, Anna Escamani's already got the ads going against uh, Bonnie for that. It's coming for you next. What do you say to the so-called pro-choice community?
3: Well, first off, let me correct that one as well. It's not called abortion rights. It's called murder rights. And that's what they're actually looking at. So uh, bottom line is, is that I truly believe that uh, life exists at conception. Uh, while I am very pro-life, I also understand that just like Roe v. Wade was overturned in uh, SCOTUS because they did not feel that it was a constitutional issue that they should have actually been ruling on. And that's a state's rights issue. I also support the state rights. I also want to ensure that we continue to return power from the federal government back to the state legislators. They have been disenfranchised. They have continued to have overpower and overreach from the federal government into their day-to-day decisions and legislation. And so I want to ensure that we maintain this on a state's rights issue and a state's rights matter. So, you know, this is one of those things where they want literally, you know, murder on demand. And that, in my opinion, is not only wrong, but it's exactly what it is. It's murder. You cannot say that if a man shoots or kills a woman who is pregnant, that he's going to be charged twice for murder, but at the same time say that abortion is not murder. I mean, this just doesn't work out. So um, at the end of the day, we know that's what they're going to come after. They're going to come after race uh, politics. They're going to come after identity politics. They're going to come after gender politics. But at the end of the day, what we're about is America versus anti-America. And that's what the Republican versus Democrat fight is really about today. When you win the House and Carrie
0: Lake wins governor of Arizona, for example, you're going to be in the House and she's going to be a governor picking up those wall supplies on the border and start building. How can you in Congress support her efforts in Arizona to continue to build that wall because the border is the biggest crisis we have on American soil?
3: 100%. Look, when it comes to Governor Kerry Lake, who will be Governor Kerry Lake, or it comes to any of our border states down there who are fighting these issues with the influx of uh, illegal immigrants and people who are violating our sovereignty, you know, not only will I support the building of the wall, but I'm also going to support the ideas of defunding sanctuary cities who are incentivizing this type of illegal behavior. I want to modify the chain migration uh, that's going on right now. I want us to redefine or, or properly define, as I should say, birthright citizenship, which means that only if the mother and father is an actual citizen of America and gives birth, that that gives the birthright citizenship so that we cannot have the abuse of the chain migration. I want us to look at the B1, B2 visas and the actual abuse that's going on by the individual corporations. I want to make sure that we're incentivizing our border patrol officers and our ICE agents to conduct their jobs as they should be with the support of local enforcement. And I want to make sure that we're actually, you know, not just building the wall. But we're also reinforcing that with early detection and early awareness uh, technology systems like the blips and air balloons that can have a 250 to 500 mile surveillance radius that then feeds back into a tactical operations center so that we can respond at the right time at the right locations to stop these types of things. But then take one step further, Matt, which is to make Title 42 permanent policy. We are not an asylum nation. We need to be turning these people around and going back. If you're truly seeking asylum, that means that the 23 nations should be going to the very next country of safety if they're being persecuted, not skipping six or seven nations to come to America where they can get free handouts. So we have a lot of work to do, and I am fully in support because that's one of the biggest issues that we face in America outside of inflation is our southern border.
0: You got to make sure Joe Biden doesn't veto anything you put out. The Publishing House Act is too good. You got to make sure that happens. You're going to work with your colleagues
3: across the aisle, too, on common sense things, correct? Look, on common sense things, I'm more than willing to work, but here's the question I say all the time. How do you work across the line, Matt, with people who truly want to undermine our constitution and basically put us into an America last agenda? You know, I'm all for supporting things that make sense and that keeps America safe and prosperous and freer. But I'm not going to support anything where there is a, you know, multi-layered bill with things that have nothing to do with the actual overarching goals. And that's why I also want to look at things like what I call, which is the pork bill legislation. This would get us back to single point legislation. And I want to make it to where, look, if our founding fathers could actually understand how to create a nation within the confinements of the wording of the Constitution, Why can't we create a single-point bill to actually do the exact same thing? No more six thousand and sixty-five hundred page bills at the last minute. Let's get back to actually truly legislating for the people and by the people. Does that mean committee hearings on the bill itself to where people can ask questions about it? (laughs) That's exactly right. And also giving us time to go back and talk to our constituents, to educate our constituents, to get our constituent feedback and input to understand what it is to be a statesman again and to be a true representative, not someone who wants to be part of the celebrity congressional caucus and just get on Fox News all the time and rant and rape. We have to have effective legislators who are fighting for America.
0: Dr. Anthony Fauci thinks he's going to just retire off into the sunset. People that caused complete chaos in Afghanistan have not been held accountable. Hunter Biden is still walking around jet-setting with his father, rubbing it in the faces of everyone that, I can do whatever because of the two-tier... 2 tier justice system. There's a lot of big issues that need accountability. Which committee assignments are you looking for? And what's your priority when it comes to holding somebody accountable
3: for any one of these things? Well, obviously, as an incoming freshman, I obviously understand that there's a limitation in which committees I can sit on originally. But I certainly want to help in the House uh, Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, As you know, I've published over 38 articles on geopolitics. I understand foreign policy and how it's intrinsically linked into our domestic policies Uh, I like the ideas of being able to represent the people of CD7, and I think that one of the the committees, while it's not one of the big red meat-eater committees, one of the ones that serves every single person is education workforce and labor you know we have to ensure that we have that i think transportation infrastructure is a big deal especially in our district and in florida because we have to understand that there's no more u-hauls left in new york they're all coming here to the free state of, of florida and so we have to start looking at how that impacts our infrastructure how that imp- uh, impacts uh, housing availability housing affordability transportation and infrastructure is a really key issue that we need to be faced on uh, but also I would love to be able to be a part of these committees that actually hold all those things that you just said accountable. Fauci can go away, but he's not free from his actual issues and the things that he's done. Hunter Biden can try and act as if he's got some type of you know ability to, to, to work with impunity, but I promise you he'll be held accountable. And as someone who was actually in Afghanistan helping to conduct those operations or uh, a part of the Afghan uh, rescues, I can tell you right now that we 100% need to understand what happens when it comes to those 13 service members that gold star families that we need to be properly representing and holding people accountable for, as well as for thousands of Americans who are left behind. So whether it's Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Kamala Harris, whether it's Anthony Fauci, everyone needs to be held accountable as well as for Secretary Blinken and Lloyd Austin.
0: Very good. How can people help out the campaign?
3: Well, the biggest thing is, is like you talked about, unite behind us, get behind us, understand the America First agenda. Join us on MillsForFlorida.com. Get behind us with donations. Try and ensure that we can beat back the leftist America last agenda and make America great again.
0: Corey, the work ahead is going to be long and hard, but it's going to be fun.
3: Yes, it is indeed.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the big win. I don't know. Somebody named Matt Buff had your back from the very beginning. You you endorsed us from early on, Matt. (laughs) That's why I will
3: always be available in here for you, brother.
0: (laughs) Well, together we can get the message out that needs to be out there. And what you said was correct. The America first um, and the accountability and not just the accountability, but rein in the spending and also make sure that we live free. That's That's a bunch of stuff that we talked about today. Corey Mills, thank you so much.
3: Thank you so much, Matt.
0: All right, sounds good. We will be right back with Bonnie Jackson right here on The Buff Show. You stay with us.
3: Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour drafts every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines, $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events tonight. It's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Friday's live music and happy hour, then brunch with $10 champagne over the weekend. Mention The Buff Show. Get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Liam Hey, you may have heard radio
0: show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeros out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Yes, the winning continues with Buff Show candidates that we really liked and endorsed. And uh, we have just a great slew of American first candidates all across the country. We're going to be interviewing a lot of them. But here in Florida, of course, we just finished up our big primary. And in a closed primary, which I love, the Democrats stay out of who we pick for Republicans and I think that's a great thing and we got a great one here. Let's go to Florida House District 42 and Askamani, es- we got your target. We're coming for you. We have Bonnie Jackson, the winner of the Florida Republican. Bonnie, great to have you.
2: It's great to be here. It's great to to have won that primary. That was a tough primary. I'm happy to come out the winner on the other side and uh now we're moving on in November and we are going to beat Anna Escamani.
0: Yes, absolutely. Anna Escamone is going to come after you for the pro-life issue. That's what she's putting a bunch of ads out right now. She's doing a huge campaign on Roe on how she wants to go to the Florida house and make abortion on demand, the law of the land. Are you ready for that fl- uh, fight when it comes to life?
2: Oh, absolutely. She's accomplished nothing for House District 42. She's brought back zero appropriations for Central Florida. She, she's not representing her constituents. And uh, I am not a one-trick pony. This is not just about life. Pro-life is an important issue to me, but that's not what it's all about. She wants to make it all about abortion on demand. She is an anti-life candidate, and I am prepared. Florida Planned Parenthood and the National Planned Parenthood are investing $50 million in their anti-life candidates. And she's she's at the top of the list. So we're going to take her out because she does not represent Floridians.
0: No, she doesn't. Let's talk about your race. As we talked about in your last interview before the election, it was a tough primary. That being said, that kind of attacks and all, all those kind of things can be good for you heading into the general because it's good experience for the campaign. Has anybody you ran against contacted you and congratulated you? And are they going to coalesce behind you? Have you heard anything?
2: Well, I had one opponent in the primary and no, he never, he never called me to congratulate me or to concede, um, which is fine. Uh, There's some been other folks in other races that have congratulated me um, that we weren't necessarily on the same page, but you know, we were at a DeSantis and uh, Marco Rubio event yesterday in Geneva, Florida, which was outstanding, it was super hot, but it was it was wonderful, and I was able to take the stage and speak along with some other uh, primary winners: Rachel Plankin, Representative Hawkins, Representative David Smith, and it was it was wonderful. And 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 Corey Mills, it was wonderful to be around uh, and celebrate together. Calvin Wimbish was also there. Uh, he sang the national anthem. He did an outstanding job. Uh, he has a beautiful voice and so it was really nice uh we're we're all coming together we're going to mend fences and if people can't do that then they just need to step aside because we need to bring out republicans in big numbers this november and they need to vote up and down the ballot so i know people are going to come out for Ron DeSantis because he's a terrific governor he's kept our state free uh, today, he announced uh, toll relief. It was a terrific uh, uh, press conference he had this morning that I attended also, where he is going to be giving some toll relief uh, on the Florida turnpikes throughout the state, <coughs> excuse me. And that's going to be great for commuters. And then in the next session, as a legislature, we're going to work together to, to expand that relief to some of the local tollways.
0: Oh, that's great, because I drive on the tolls all the time, so that would help tremendously. Though That can get yeah. expensive when we're going out and doing events and live shows and everything, and uh, it'd be nice to save a little bit instead of paying seven bucks every time we go somewhere.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, as long as we got inflation going on and, and the price at the pump keeps going up, I mean, it's great to have a governor who recognizes the impact on us working, folks. Um, you know, Americans, uh, Republicans in particular, we're capitalists, uh, we're taxpayers, we work really hard. And when the price at the pump goes up, it, it hurts us. So he's given us some relief um, because he recognizes, you know, that's his job. He's, we've got a huge surplus in Florida. So if he can give back some of those tax dollars to the taxpayers, that is uh, certainly his, his job and we are grateful.
0: It was really great scene to see you, Corey Mills, Cal Wimbish, other guys that we have talked with and endorsed on the Matt Buff show, all standing together with uh, Governor Ron DeSantis because that unified front has to be key when we talk about our Florida House. Um, When the left wants to bring in socialism and they're campaigning actively on it, they want to give Florida's sovereignty over to the federal government. You got to protect our house. I mean, literally, you hear that uh, phrase, protect this house? that's your job now.
2: (laughs) Right? Yeah, I hope hope that I will win in November so I can do just that for House District 42. You know, we've had a a Republican majority in the last few sessions. And as a result of having that majority, the governor has been able to sign their legislation. So with, with conservative leadership, we have made sure there are no sanctuary cities in Florida. We've made sure that law enforcement is rewarded. They get, you know, he's given bonuses to them. Um, there was a lady today who spoke. She's a correctional officer. She lives in Orange County and she commutes to Brevard County. So not only did she get a bonus because she's in law enforcement, but now she's going to get some relief at the tolls. So, you know, Republicans are leading the way and showing the rest of America what states' rights are all about. We are way more important at the state level than we are at the national level. And I've said this over and over, Washington may be broken, but Tallahassee is not. So we need to keep conservative leadership, give this governor a supermajority if we can, vote for those Republicans on the ballot.
0: That's the key right there, a supermajority. The the Republicans did have a majority, but you're looking to flip a seat from a radical Democrat, Anna Eskamani, radical indeed. And like you said at the very top of the show, she's not getting stuff done because, thank goodness, the Santa's won't sign stuff like that. But if they gain power, if they gain power, they're going to move the, that surplus you talked about to a, sand, a standstill.
2: That's right. I mean, if you look at Anna Escamani, everything she says is about government. Government is the answer. Government is authoritarian. In her mind, government You know, she wants government to enforce rent control. She says there's a climate crisis. She wants government to, you know, clamp down on fossil fuels and businesses. And Christ, you know, she endorsed Charlie Christ for governor. Charlie Christ said it's shameful that Governor DeSantis kept the state of Florida open. That's absurd. Everybody's moving to Florida because we remained open. So these people are so out of touch with mainstream America. It's not even funny. And, you know, You might say to yourself as a Republican, you know, oh, Anna Eskamani, she's an extremist, she's in the minority, she can't do any damage, let's keep a Democrat, you know, there. She's doing a lot of damage. For example, we passed this parental rights legislation in Tallahassee, right? Everybody was behind it, non-party affiliates, Democrats, parents, parents are like, yeah, keep that garbage out of schools in K through three and everything else should be age appropriate. I mean, who couldn't agree with that? Well, who couldn't agree with it? Anna Eskamani, who doesn't have any children, Carlos Guillermo Smith, who doesn't have any children, and the two of those extremists, those LGBTQ radical activists, put out there, it's the Don't Say Gay bill. So then suddenly there's national attention on Florida for doing something that was totally innocuous that all parents agreed with. That's why these people are dangerous, because they try to change the narrative. They, They lie about what's actually in the bill, and they bring negative attention when we should be getting positive attention for our great leadership.
0: Wow, that is amazing. I didn't know Anna was one of the co-founders of Don't Say Gay, because that's not the original bill. She founded something that doesn't exist. Sorry. Yeah, she just founded something that doesn't even exist.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She she actually uh, helped uh, start the uh, gender reassignment program in the Florida Planned Parenthood offices when she was a director there. She is radical. We do not want that kind of representation in Florida, especially Central Florida. We need some conservative voices for a change in Tallahassee coming out of this part of the state.
0: In the new session when you when you take your seat in the Florida House, what are some of your top priorities? I know on your website you talk about life, we can talk about the 15 week uh, bill, we can talk about other things, but what is one of some of your, what is a couple of your top priorities?
2: Well, a really big priority for me is illegal immigration. You know, I love what Governor Abbott in Texas is doing, busing illegals up to Washington, D.C. Uh, Ron DeSantis is talking. Apparently the, the idea originated with him. Uh, so I would like to see that happen. Well, let's ship them off to Delaware. Let's ship them off to Martha's Vineyard. And uh, let's, let's show them that if you want to have an open borders policy and disobey the law, then these are the consequences. Instead, they're forcing the rest of us. You know, when when Carolina Amnesty, who just won her primary, when she went down to the border, she's a native Spanish speaker. She talked to those folks, and um, she shared with me that they all said they're coming to Florida. So that's where we're getting an influx of a lot of illegal immigration. And and what do we have? We have a homelessness problem. We have all kinds of people fighting to put food on the table. Everybody's working, trying to work anyway. And then you have illegals coming in. Well, what does that happen? That means they've got to eat too, right? They're, they want to get jobs too. So they're going to take the low skilled jobs and they're going to force wages down. We're going to have increased homelessness. It, it's, it's terrible. So we've got to do something about illegal immigrations to protect Floridians. That's one thing that i really want to focus on. So that's day one. Another thing that's really important to me is this gender reassignment. As a parent of three children raised all here in Orange County, I am just disgusted that you know these gender reassignment surgeries where they are literally mutilating healthy te- children, healthy children in a hospital setting. It, those surgeries are up four hundred percent. That is outrageous. How can a doctor just turn their 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 eyes away from the facts? They should be telling the truth. And unfortunately, just like we saw with COVID, where these reasonable voices are being silenced and censored by the by the the stronger, uh, uh, crazy wokesters. Um, it's the same thing now with the gender reassignment. The doctors who are saying no, this doesn't work. This causes more suicide. This causes lifelong depression. They're being silenced because what doctor in their right mind would would do a double mastectomy on a young girl? It's 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 criminal.
0: It's so, barbaric.
2: It is. It is. So we really need to take a strong. Uh, strong look at that what can we do legislatively to stop this and protect children
0: yeah i, I love it as as a father here in florida i know a lot of parents are, are with you on that it's not just about feelings it's about emotional suicidal and real facts that are happening to these kids why do they want to damage our kids so bad not just with their parents, but with their surgeries it's unbelievable
2: yeah it's like ben shapiro says facts don't care about your feelings it- <laughs> facts you know it's time for people to grow up and recognize that when you're young when especially when you're going through puberty you don't you don't like these changes that are going on in your body you have all kinds of hormonal changes physical changes it's a difficult time as an adolescent to grow up so I get that but the solution is not like you said barbarically to to give them surgery or to give them drugs off-label drugs called puberty blockers that could make them sterile that that is not that is a a permanent solution to a temporary problem called adolescence that we all have to go through
0: yes it's a natural process from god and if you start messing with what god does bad things happen
2: that's right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, if Anna, are you willing to debate her on any stage anywhere? Do you have any preconditions if she uh, says yes to a debate? Where were you saying on that?
2: I would be happy to debate her anywhere, anytime, as long as there is security if her crazy woke people show up. I mean, I've been at some of her um, and seen some of her protests, and there are some pretty crazy folks that come out, um, you know— I. I'm happy. I, I'll stand by anything I have to say, and I'm happy to have an open conversation, but I don't want to be assaulted. So if somebody's going to physically assault me, <laughs> I'm uh, not that event. But other than that, yeah, I'll debate her anywhere, anytime.
0: That's great. And
2: I'm glad
0: you said that, too, because those leftists are crazy. Those Antifa are crazy. And, uh, the BLM protesters, all that stuff—they're just uh, insane. I've seen too many videos to to hear otherwise.
2: Well, speaking of uh, speaking of that, you know, Maxwell Frost was a, who just is the Democrat nominee now for District Ten. Uh, he was arrested. There's a mugshot out there. He was went to a BLM uh, protest, if you want to call it that, and he was arrested. So um, that's the kind of company that Anna Eskamani likes to keep. And yesterday she tweeted out that those of us supporting Ron DeSantis are fascists. So oh. if, if you're going to go put that out there, I mean, they're trying to put a target on our back, uh, literally. And so I'm, I'm not going to stand for that kind of rhetoric. We're all Americans. We can have a really rigorous debate. I'm fine with that anytime, anywhere. But uh, the idea of, of trying to focus harm on other people or causing, you know, breaking the law like Maxwell Frost did, that's just not okay. We are law and order. And I'm going to stand for that all day long.
0: Cal Wimbish is going to give that kid a spanking.
2: <laughs> the Kid is right, 25. I mean, he could be my son. And he wants, <laughs> wants to go to Congress. He's got a thing or two to learn before he can go to Congress. My goodness.
4: Yeah,
0: no kidding. A thing. That's what Cal said. That kid's got. I'm going to teach that kid a thing or two.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> and this, he can't. I, I mean, Calvin is. He's got. He's an experienced man, experienced leader. The army, I mean, uh, yeah, he could teach him a thing or two.
0: Like you guys all banded together on the stage with Ron DeSantis, uh, us conservatives are banding together for freedom. They can call us fashions. They can say we have hate in our heart, Charlie, Chris, you guys can say all that stuff, but we're actually looking out for kids. We're looking out for freedom. We're looking out for medical freedom. We're actually looking out for people to save money in their pockets with lower taxes. Who's the real fascist and who really has the hate in their heart when they come out with their platform coalescing together, that'll be painfully obvious.
2: It's true. You know, whatever they say about us, it's really what they're saying about themselves, you know, and they love to create these labels, you know, this hate in your heart. I, I, that is, that's craziness. We have, we have the exact opposite. We love children. That's why we want to protect their innocence and we're not banning any books. We're just saying there's certain books that don't belong in schools at that age. So they're, they're constantly trying to change the truth because they can't win on the truth. They can't win on the real facts.
0: Yeah, well, I tell them, yes, I am banning books from my kids' schools. I don't want those books in there. And if you don't take them out, I'll check them out myself, and I'll keep them there until the last day of school, and then I'll turn them back.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, I heard uh, – that's great. I heard Corey Mills yesterday when we were at the uh, DeSantis and Marco Rubio, Marco Rubio event, and it was terrific. Um, but Corey Mills got up there, and he wants to pass legislation. His initiative is – I can't remember the name. It was something about the Publishing Act – where he wants to hold the publishers of this pornographic stuff being fed to children in the schools, criminally liable. You know, the board of directors, the people that are, that are publishing this garbage. I thought, hmm, we should do something like that in Florida. I like that idea because why would you be not held accountable when you are intentionally publishing pornographic material that is targeted at children? So, you know, it's going to go to children, Sounds like uh, a nice piece of legislation to me. So I'm going to be talking to Corey Mills about his idea on the national stage and see if we could do something like that here in Florida.
0: And the Buff Show is bringing people together. Corey was on right before you on oh. the show today. Did so he you talk- guys are appearing together on the show. Now you can appear together on the Publishing Act.
2: There you go. Yeah, the Publishing Act. So I, I remembered it right. Yeah, Corey Mills, is a, is a he's a superstar. He's a wonderful family man. Uh, a combat veteran hero, I have nothing but uh, love and adoration for the Mills family.
0: Well, we all are coming together on this side of things, and we're doing it peacefully. Those uh, crazy Democrats, they could put labels on us saying, call us names. And yes, I did call them names by saying crazy, because <laughs> st- scientifically, it's proven to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Jackson, how can people join the campaign and help out? We all need to come together here.
2: Well, I am so grateful for you asking that question. My website is www.jacksonforflorida.com, and if you go to my website, you can email me from there. You can find out uh, what what my issues are that I stand for. I'm gonna I have to do some updating now that I've won the primary. It's been a busy couple of forty eight hours since then, but I am so grateful to my volunteers. But I'm gonna need more volunteers to take on the Planned Parenthood machine, which is backing Anna Eskamani. So if they go to my website, jacksonforflorida.com, send me an email, and uh, we will get you involved.
0: Yes, definitely get involved. This is a big one. I remember 2018 when the whole country went blue when Trump was president. The whole country put in uh, the Democrats, the crazy Democrats, and uh, you've seen what happened with that, the impeachment hearings following that and all that stuff. But in that election, Florida still went red. Yes. We had a red wave in Florida. This one should be bigger, better, and bolder, and we need everybody to get out and help all the great candidates. That's why we call this Buff Show Series Winning Part 1, 2, and 3 because <laughs> we're going up and down the ballot of winning America First candidates, too, and that's the yes. so cool. That's what we're excited about. Bonnie, um, we, we hope that interview we did first uh, with the Buff Show bump, that seemed to help out with the vote a little bit, so now let's <laughs> just carry that momentum. <laughs>
2: I'm grateful for that. And this is my first interview since winning the primary. So that's your exclusive, Matt. And I appreciate you having me on the show because I am all about Republicans winning in November. So when people come out to support Ron DeSantis and they better come out because he is the reason that we are open and free and thriving in Florida, we would be in, as he said, the toilet if it wasn't for what Ron DeSantis did. But not only do they need to come out and vote for him, they've got to vote down the ballot for all the Republicans. This is so important. We had a we, we didn't have a great turnout during the primary. We need a big red wave in November.
0: Yes, we do. And that's a good point. Don't stop halfway down the ballot. Keep going. Let's make that Florida House even better with uh, Bonnie Jackson. So thank you so much for joining us on the show. And don't forget about us when you're in the House, but we're going to be talking a lot more as the, as the campaign continues.
2: That's fantastic. I will never forget. That's the whole reason I'm running. I love people. I love families. I love Florida and that's why I'm running. So I, w- I won't forget.
0: <laughs> that's right. When the buff show calls for an interview, when you're in the house, just get us <laughs> on the schedule. That's all. <laughs> all right. Good job, Bonnie Jackson. Congratulations on the big primary win and good luck in the future. Like I said, as breaking news happens, we'll definitely bring you back.
2: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
0: Absolutely. The pleasure's ours. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us.
1: Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of the Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and... And trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, biweekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at ActionPlusPressureCleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please.
3: engraving and more. Mention The Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000, 407-309-3000, and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical.
0: A boring website can make your company look really bad. (sighs) Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers.
1: I'm not even on the front
0: page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. No need to go with those national companies that only care about you on the first call. JJC Marketing is located right here in Sanford, and the goal is
1: to help businesses like yours succeed. Get better results. Call 321-765-7710 or visit them at JJCMarketingSolutions.com. I'm somebody now! JJC Marketing Solutions.
0: Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. Great to have you guys rolling along with us. It is Freedom Foundation Thursday. We got a lot to cover and we got a new clip to show you here. The living is
5: skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money, you earned it. Visit optouttoday.com.
0: Okay, optouttoday.com. And the awesome actress behind that ad is with us. Rachel Weigel is with us, California Outreach Director. And by her side, Dimitri Sashenko, Oregon Outreach Director. Great to see you both.
5: Hi, Matt. Great to be on. To be
0: here. All right. Freedom Foundation's rocking, right? Talk about the outreach efforts.
5: Yeah. So you just played one of our new ads. We are super excited. We have New opt-out ads playing in Cincinnati, Ohio, Orange County, California, and West Palm Beach, Florida. And those started this past week. And our goal with those is to just get in front of even more public workers, let them know that they have this right to cease their union dues, keep their money in their own pocket. They earned it and not have to send it to an organization that either they don't support, they don't feel supported by. And you know, we're just really excited to be able to have another way that we can get in front of even more public workers and tell them about their options and their rights.
0: Yes, absolutely. Did you know you were that good of an actress?
5: (laughs) No, definitely not. But sometimes, you know, we just, we put projects together and I get thrown in front of the camera and we, we get it out there and get it in front of public workers.
0: Dimitri, we got a good idea for you. We can do a, have you in a bulldozer and you'll, you're running over union dues. Bulldozing a, union dues. How does that
4: That sounds good. I'll have to talk to our producer to come up with something good.
0: I'm sure we can find a bold, old, bold bulldozer somewhere.
4: <laughs> Rachel, Rachel does a great job. She comes to Oregon uh, very often to do interviews and testimony videos with our teachers and other employees. So we've done multiple already this year, and we have more planned for this year and next year as well. So we're looking forward to it. And there's a lot of teachers, a lot of public employees who are speaking out. And they're tired of this uh, this kind of insanity. And this is actually the best time, the best year, the best time of the year in Oregon, because this year, this month, and next month is the opt-out window for the, all the teachers here in Oregon. So it's the most exciting time of the year. We see teachers opt-out in droves. And in fact, already in the last few days, we saw almost a hundred teachers opt-out, which is usually unheard of. But because of public employees and these unions, uh, they're so terrible. The the unions themselves, uh, the the teachers just are no longer interested to stay in these uh, in these liberal communist organizations.
0: Yeah. Let me show you guys an example of this. You guys aren't the only one making ads. This came from the NEA in New Jersey, and listen very carefully to what they call parents.
1: Agree on everything in New Jersey, but we all agree that our kids deserve a world-class education. So when extremists start attacking our schools, that's not who we are. People who only want to fight to score political points should take that somewhere else.
0: Oh, the parents, the parents, they're extremists. They're just wanting, you know, not to teach our kids about gender studies and CRT, but those extremists need to take that somewhere else. And hey, DOJ, can you go arrest them?
5: Well, and isn't it just like the unions to take a parent who's concerned about their own child's well-being and what their child is being exposed to and turning them into an enemy, an extremist, uh, you know, domestic terrorist as, you know, that. The uh, Justice Department has coined them as well, and instead of actually looking at what they're doing, what they're pushing, and you know, owning what they're what they're indoctrinating our kids with, right?
0: Yeah, exactly right. Now, Dimitri's in Oregon, you're in California, and we expect this kind of nonsense from liberal states, but even in Oklahoma, Dimitri, the State Board of Education voted this week to downgrade the accreditation of Tulsa Public Schools after a teacher reportedly complained that the school district training materials shamed white people. There's a lot of anti-white stuff going on in the school, like anyone in this conversation ever owned a slave is I don't know why they would think that. We had nothing to do with it, but they still want to shame us. And a teacher, even in Oklahoma, which is generally known as a conservative state, they're having these same problems that you guys are facing on the left coast.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we saw the same thing happen in Oregon. So we see uh, states like Oklahoma following uh, the steps of uh, Kate Brown, where she did the same thing just a few years ago, removing these accreditations. So it's it's really unfortunate to see that. But the good news is the Americans are waking up. The public employees and teachers are waking up, and they're no longer wanting to support this. And unfortunately, we we here at Freedom Foundation we believe that the unions are driving this. They're the ones. Before we talked about they're funding this, but now we agree that they're no longer just funding it. They're actually driving this insanity. So that's why we see so many public employees and teachers leave the union. And I know in California we see around thousand uh, public employees leave every month. And here in Oregon, uh, 300, 400 public employees leave every month. So, and we expect that to go up because uh, I don't think the left is going to is going to stop anytime soon.
0: No, they're fighting just as hard. But Rachel in our primary elections across the country, we're getting America first candidates that want decision for the Supreme Court, the forefront, and get people that information. We got a good red wave that's shaping
5: up. Absolutely. That's exactly what we're seeing. And we're seeing the same thing when it comes to pushback against the unions, right? It's across the board in, in the elections, as you said, in, you know, Supreme Court decisions and, you know, different things that are happening across the country is exactly what we're seeing with the unions. People are pushing back. People have been pushed as far as they're willing to go, to go along with this liberal activism, this leftist extremist indoctrination and activist mentality. And now they have said, that's it. We've reached our breaking point. We need to push back and get things back to to where it's going to be more where public people, public employees are actually comfortable with what their money is going towards. And until then, they're going to keep taking their dues away. They're going to keep voting the way they're voting until it gets back to somewhere where people feel heard, people feel represented, and people feel like things are moving in the direction they want it to move in.
0: Well, that's good. Dimitri, I see the ads. I see all the things you guys are doing. What other kind of outreach uh, are you gearing up for as we head into this big midterm election?
4: Well, uh, the Labor Day is around the corner. So I know a lot of our states are putting out mailer for Labor Day, which is just a few weeks away. And I know every year we have a huge success during Christmas. So but after essentially after the Labor Day, we're going to start prepping for Christmas. We see, I think last year in Oregon, we saw over a thousand uh, public employees leave during the Christmas time. And then California probably double like usually. So uh, I'm excited for that. It's the best time of the year again, starting from September till then the year we see a huge uh, spike, almost doubling in our regular uptowns, at least in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So and and I think these, these unions are they're they're no longer for the people, and we talk about it all the time in the past that you know th- these organizations are no longer for public employees. They're just pushing a leftist agenda. And someone who comes from a communist uh, country, uh, this is something that I grew up seeing every year, every t- every time when when I when I heard from our parents and from our grandparents what they came through and what they experienced. We're seeing the left and these unions push this. So the public employees are not going to. Uh, not going to, no longer going to take this, and they're going to continue leaving these unions. And hopefully, in the in the long term, they're going to collapse these organizations where they no longer can continue this, and hopefully start reforming these unions to start representing the employees like they used to back in the good old days.
0: Yes, indeed, and a lot of people like you, Dimitri, that came from somewhere else, escaping socialism, basically don't want to see that here. They want to see freedom too. Rachel, I tell you what, we have a, a strange situation with student loans going on right now. And um, a lot of the guys you guys helped get off union dues are now on the hook to pay for the liberals' educations that they uh, didn't want to pay back. So they need to save even more today now because <laughs> they have to pay for other people.
5: Exactly. You're completely right, Matt. And that now is being taken out of, you know, raised taxes. And it's now on the responsibility of the backs of, public workers that, you know, we work with all the time, on top of they're already getting union dues taken out, which are used for political activism that they don't agree with, right? And now on top of that, the government has told them, oh, you have to pay for people's degrees that you don't know, that you didn't encourage them to go get that degree, you have no responsibility for, but yet you're going to pay the bill, you're going to put the dime on that. And also the teachers unions have to be so excited that biden did this because now they've already had kindergarten through senior year of high school to indoctrinate kids in their liberal agenda right but now on the taxpayers dime they get to indoctrinate them all the way through graduate school and you know this is just another example of how the teachers union is so strongly influencing biden's administration and how biden's administration is very clearly the most pro-union administration we've ever seen
0: in world history in u.s history for sure this is just insane um demetra actually have randy weingarten's um intro music she walks into the room it's uh the whole room kind of just takes a step back and she said i'm gonna pass down as much as i can to control these kids turn let me turn her music down just a little and then she she puts her hands out like the Chancellor and says everyone's gonna wear a mask. A lot of people don't understand that the mask mandate on kids came
4: from Randy Weingarten. Well, you, you guys noticed that in July when you Weingarten she got reelected for another, another term that she's gonna be known for. It just shows that the, these unions and these, these public employees who are in these unions, AFT, they support her, this insanity, and. I think uh, our fight is only starting. We continue uh, representing public employees, and we're going to continue representing representing educators uh, to help them understand that these unions are not for them. And, and regarding the education, the whole uh, the forgiveness, I think I, I'm hoping that Americans are, are going to wake up even more now, and they're going to continue voting even stronger. And, and we have an election coming up just a few months away, so I hope Americans are furious about this. I think I get out and vote uh, more than ever before because. We're not going to be able to stop this unless our Americans and, and the Slavic community where I come from and all the other communities are getting, getting out and voting uh, to stop this insanity.
0: Well, you're exactly right. We need people to get up and get their neighbors, get their friends, get out there and put a stop. Get the Congress on the right side of things, the power of the purse back in the house, and stop this insane spending and indoctrination. Rachel, I hear there's a great website people can go to to join.
5: Absolutely. So come visit freedomfoundation.com. If you want to help join the fight to fight the indoctrination of the unions and the stealing of people's public money. And you can also go there if you're a public worker and you want help ceasing your union dues and leaving your union, please reach out to us. We'd love to help.
0: Absolutely. Dimitri, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us on the show to cover these hot issues.
4: Thank you. If you're a public employee, don't forget to visit freedomfoundation.com and also optouttoday.com. Those are the places where you can find all information. And most importantly, we have Instagram, we have Facebook page, and we have Twitter. Find us on all those pages. Stay updated with everything that we do. And I think uh, you guys won't you guys won't um, regret that because we have a lot of good content coming out every every single week.
0: You guys really do. A lot of good events, a lot of good content. There's so much to cover and you guys put it all out there. So great job. We'll keep up the fight every week on the uh, on the Matt Buff Show too. So thank you for joining us. Thank you.
4: Thank,
5: thank you. you so much for having us, Matt.
0: Oh, you got it. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts, about solar for 22 years we have experts to perform no cost no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar call all solar energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com let them know you heard about it from me matt buff on the buff show Hey, Matt Buff from The Buff Show. I love being in the middle of nowhere with the family. Problem is, I can't get any service out here. I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out. SatellitePhoneStore.com. Oh, look at this. Very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. All right, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps, too. Hey, what's this bivvy stick? The new Bivy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use iridium global satellite communications and tracking device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams. About half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this, one to three days delivery. Very cool. Call 941-841-0844. I will do that. 941-841-0844. Visit satellitephonestore.com for special offer, or you can visit sat1234.com and mention the buff show
1: 941-841-0844 welcome back to the
0: buff show great to have you roll along with us here one of our great sponsors is satellite phone store check out sat123.com and uh, you'll be able to save good money on excellent service and phone protection and excellent uh, coverage areas, including the entire world. we got the general election coming up. You don't want to be missing texts and stuff. And, uh, of course, this is, don't tell anyone right now, but it's a great Christmas present. Oh, my God, are we already talking about Christmas? Let's go to Chris Hoare, founder of Satellite Phone Store. Chris, welcome back to the show. Great to have you. Good to be here, Matt. Thanks, mate. Well, it looks like you got kicked off the podium. You're in the back of the briefing room now. What the heck happened there? Were you able to answer questions? They didn't like it. They didn't like the questions I was asking, and uh, as usual, I get sent to the back of the class. So here I am, mate. Boy, <laughs> well, started when you were young, and now it's happening when you're older. Yes, sir. <laughs> Some things never change. That's right. <laughs> Very good. Um, We got some great deals and specials at SAT123.com. Satellite phone store, the bivvy stick, great package options. And you know, we got the big election coming up and we were at uh, one of the big uh, primary night election things and people were having trouble with their service and all this stuff in the room with the overloaded Wi-Fi and stuff. So it's really great to have that option to where you can be up to date and on track with everything that's right matt yeah i mean listen satellite phones keep you connected when everyone
6: else has no service you know they do not rely on cell towers so when the cell towers go down everyone else is going to be out of luck but if you've got a bivy stick or you got a satellite phone like the iridium 9555 you're gonna be able to make a call anywhere as long as you can see the sky it doesn't matter where you are on earth man you can make it from the middle of the ocean middle of the desert even the middle of downtown denver even in downtown Denver? Even in downtown Denver, where my cell phone uh, does not work very well, if at all. Well, that's a place you don't want to be
0: after 2 a.m.
6: <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> but if you are there, you definitely need service so you can get the heck out of Dodge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, Matt. And, and, you know, listen, these days, I mean, you can't rely on the power. You know, we keep having power outages. Uh, we've got flooding going on. You know, there's terrible things going on around the country, around the world. But if you've got a satellite phone you got a baby stick you're going to be able to stay connected and place that emergency call or that emergency text when you need it you know because as soon as those cell towers go out in an area that's hit by flooding or fire or whatever it is then that's it you know your your phone is dead and it's as useless as a brick so a satellite phone is going to keep working no matter what And we've got uh, the iridium 955 at uh, a huge discount only uh, 600 bucks and 99 bucks a month um, and we have the vivi stick which gives you for 75 bucks you got unlimited texts in and out plus galileo service so you get all the news and information you need and uh, plus insurance so we got some really good deals right now matt
0: Yes, that's great to hear. Um, We've been working behind the scenes, too, with Satellite Phone Store and getting ready for Christmas specials. I know and nobody wants to talk about Christmas right now, but there's some great deals coming out. We're going to have some great promotions with our awesome sponsor, Satellite Phone Store. And, you know, you make a good point. It's always when you need it the most, it doesn't work. When you talk about the grid, when you talk about camping trips, when you talk about natural disasters, Boy that's a time when you really need a motion we've lost so many people in a situation where they just didn't have service. That's right. And
6: and look these days here in Denver if a lot of people go hiking or skiing and uh, they'll tell you as soon as you park the car and get off the uh, the main road cell service becomes spotty if uh, if at all. So look I mean it doesn't have to be even a disaster just a, a casual stroll up the road and uh, going for a hike and you if you get in trouble your cell phone's not going to work but a satellite phone will get you uh, get you help when you need it. There's even a button on the side of the uh, the Iridium satellite phones, a uh, little red button. You press that and it will send out a signal to the emergency services and they will come get you. Um, so, you know, even if you're, you've broken an arm or something, you can barely move. If you can grab that phone and press that button, you're going to get assistance. So that's a lifesaver. So it's real life insurance, man.
0: Let's go to that Iridium 9555 satellite phone, standard package. I want everybody to go to sat123.com. Select your airtime of podcast promo. Okay, that's for the buff show there. Podcast promo, 100 minutes monthly, 24 months, $99 a month, Chris, $99 a month. And with this inflation and you get that much coverage and protection, finally a value with a horrific inflation. (laughs) <laughs> yeah look I mean we we we're, we're fighting inflation trying to keep our prices
6: low as ever we just cut the price on the phone down from like 1500 to like 600 bucks I mean like I mean, we all spend a lot of money and throw a lot of money around on silly things, but this one can save your life before it ends. Life insurance pays out when you're gone, and that's great for your family, not so great for you, but these phones can save your, you and your family and your friends. You know, we hear stories every single day of people who got into a situation, they were out of range, and the phone or the bivy saved their life, and it happens all the time.
0: Let's talk about movies. In the movie Outbreak, if he had your phone with the bivy stick, that whole situation would have not become a movie. He would have not been kidnapped by the traffickers. (laughs) That's right, yeah. (laughs) The
6: the world is a dangerous place these days, especially you go outside the United States. um, And, uh, you know, having uh, independent communications that are going to work anywhere, you know, is absolutely vital. It's just as important as your passport.
0: It is just as important. There's many other pr- uh, promotions too, that we can talk about. There's the Cobham Explorer 710 BGAN terminal. Talk about that real
6: quick. Well, yeah, listen, satellite internet is also available. Not everyone knows this. The phones give you, you know, the ability to make, uh, make it, send and receive calls or send and receive texts, but the satellite internet units give you the ability to get basically 5g services in the middle of nowhere. You know, so I mean, gosh, a lot of people. I can't, even, said, I can't even get five G service in the house in a city. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's it, I, I definitely understand that problem. I have the same issue here, but uh, no, you can uh, you can stay connected to the internet, and this is key. I mean, obviously, this is uh, you know these things aren't cheap, but if you need a connection, like a lot of businesses do all right then they need to keep operating they need to make sure that they're still connected to the internet at all times so we can even install um, antennas on your building so you can get internet even if your internet provider goes down and we see that all the time gosh even when nothing's going on internet service goes out but if you're one of these uh, businesses that relies on the internet as pretty much all businesses do you cannot afford to be off and disconnected. So one of these portable units and some of them are as small as an iPad, you know, but you point them at the sky and you are connected and you get great connection speeds.
0: Well, wow, that's fantastic. Good stuff. Everybody check out SAT123.com. Chris, it's always great having you come on the show to give an update. People ask all the time, how do I get better to coverage? And I'm like, guys, you got to go to SAT123satellitephonestore.com. Links all over the Buff Show website. So there's no excuse not to go in there and get it now. And like we said, at the very, very tippity top in the back of the briefing room, makes a great Christmas present. <laughs> sure does. All right, Chris Orr, thank you so much for joining us on the show to give us this update, and thank you for being a great supporter of the Buff Show. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks so much, Matt. All right, you got it. That will do it for this evening's edition of the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there. We'll see you next time.